Jono Ben and Sharon. It's Jono Ben and Sharon. Welcome to your Wednesday show. Yesterday, Jono, you laid down the gauntlet. You said, well, what do you prefer, Ben? Do you prefer the Tuesday show or the Wednesday show? I like both our okay, shows right, equally. Okay. How can you choose between the two? <laughs> Even sits on the fence between the days of the week. Uh, but yesterday, Jono, you said uh, there's nothing you can do on the radio yeah. that would ever get me angry. No, and you're trying your best. All week you're trying your best. Yesterday you tried things like giving away my car. You tried getting my mum on, embarrassing me. You even tried getting our fine listener pals to berate me. That's right. Uh, today, well, we said every time we did it yesterday, we'd step it up a notch. Today, we'll step it up a bit more. How much more until John O'Pryor gets angry? Well, you might make me cry before I get angry. <laughs> Next, uh, we're going personal. We've got your wife, your baby mama, Jen, on the phone. Mm. She's going She's going to spill some details. Well, this is going to make for an awkward dinner tonight, it is. isn't it? <laughs> it is. Okay, might be a very silent meal. Well, we'll get to that next. It is the edge. John and Ben and Sharon with Night and Day, where you'll always find a GC. Great coffee. We started something yesterday, and to bring you up to speed, uh, here's what it is. This week, uh, Jono, you, you laid down the uh, the challenge. You're like, nothing you could do could ever make me angry. Joining us on the phone right now, as a surprise, we have your lovely mother, Annie. How's it going, Annie? Very well, thank you, Ben. Now, Annie, uh, we just want one little story that uh, perhaps the, the nation hasn't heard before about Jono that maybe he wouldn't like to hear on the radio. Jonathan, his boy cousin, Stuart, and... Their girl cousin, Nicola, they were up a tree and uh, Nicola was trying to climb up and Stuart said to Jay, I dare you, piss on her. So he did. Oh, Jesus. Well, Annie, I think, I don't know if at age five we were using that word. <laughs> Call now to win John O'Prior's Holden Kingswood. I knew that was, I knew it. I knew that's what you were going to do. Oh, hey. I knew it. Okay. Well, it sounds like, oh, yeah, calm down, man. No, no, no. <laughs> Ryan, are you playing 12 and 6? Well done, Ben Well, This is your game. 12 politicians, 6 seconds. Go. Oh. John Key, Hillary Berry. Um, John Key, Hillary Berry. I'll stop you there. <laughs> So that was yesterday, trying to get John O'Pry angry. Uh, we're going to ramp things up again today. And joining us on the phone right now, your baby mama, your wife, Jen. How are you, Jen? Hi, good thing. What's up, babe? <laughs> this is dull. This is dull. If yeah, people don't know this, is when Jono has a phone call, he refers to his wife, Jen, as dull. Yeah, I always get mocked for calling you dull. It's a little bit con- yeah. Do you like it or is it a little, just a tad condescending? Oh, I just don't even actually notice. Do you see that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Now, Sometimes yeah. I'm like, hey, love, go give me something from the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez, no, you don't. <laughs> who's running, Who's got the pants on in the house? Who do you think? Exactly. <laughs> I'll let the audience decide. It's not you, Jono. Uh, now, Gino, uh, I don't know if you've got anything for us that may make Jono just a little bit angry because, of course, you know, spend a lot of time with Jono over the years. Surely some things that this audience don't know about him. Please don't tell him that I cry after lovemaking. <laughs> um, well, he thinks I don't know, but I do. Um, that he uses all my really expensive face moisturisers. Oh, no, oh, I don't. don't. You do? No, I don't. Okay. No, I don't. Even the tinted ones sometimes. <laughs> do you really, Jono? Well, you may have not. Well, <laughs> looking at you, I'm like, do you really? <laughs> Look at my flawless skin. Look at my flawless, blemish-free face. Nature hasn't just come up with this. Sometimes you need a hand, Ben. And sometimes I like to bronze up a bit. Eh? <laughs> sue, sue me. Okay. God, sue me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Calm, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Are you getting angry yet? 
your face is getting a little tighter. You might need to moisturise it, but you're not getting too angry. No, you, no you're right. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Uh, appreciate you coming on the show. Okay. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Welcome to the big news from the small town. This is where we take a look at the big news stories from the smaller towns. Uh, today, Tiawamuta Book Fair coming. Uh, welcome, Laurel. Hello there. How's your day going, Laurel? Oh, it's going very well indeed, yes. What have you been doing today, Laurel? Oh, well, I've been working at the book fair this morning. We had lots of people in once more. Really good. Apologies about Jono playing that annoying news thing all over you, what you're saying there, Laurel. <laughs> What's your favourite book, Laurel? Oh, I don't know. We've got some lovely ones there of Edward Rutherford, which I really enjoy reading on London and Russia. So how many books? Good fun. How many books do how you How many have? books? Yeah. Oh, thousands. Just thousands. And we're still processing them and putting them out. So each day there's new books that are going out onto the table. Any yes. pornography, Laurel? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we do have rather a large section on sex and how to do it in the bar, in the bedroom, etc. So. We've got the sealed section of the Tiao Muda book oh, wow. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to look to see what it's all about. <laughs> She'd be so busy. And let's be honest, with that many books, how many are you judging just by their covers? Oh, I don't know. I really don't. The <laughs> question everyone wants to know from you, Laurel, is it Laurel or Yanny? How do you say it? No, it's Laurel. Yes, I know. That was interesting, wasn't it? My husband here heard Yanny and I heard Laurel. Oh, so you there did. you go. I hope you divorced him. <laughs> <laughs> Laurel, from the Tiawamuru Book Fair, uh, open when, closing when? For how long? Uh, it, uh, it's open now. It started on Tuesday and it goes through to the Saturday. I do have a, a question. Uh, do you have uh, Ben Boyce's cookbook that he released <laughs> nine years ago? <laughs> Look, there are that many cookbooks there. You just have to go through it yourself to find out. <laughs> now, being from the, uh, the book world there, Laurel, uh, would you say it was above board to just attach your name to a book of recipes that you had not designed? Uh, Hypothetically. Now, Hypothetically. known as plagiarism. What if a publisher came to you and was like, here is a bookload of recipes, you can just put your name to it and pretend you have a cookbook. Would you say that was above board? Oh, now we have a four-way test in Rotary, and I don't think it would pass it. All right. No. <laughs> you failed three of those ways, Ben. <laughs> uh, all the best for the book fair uh, if you're very Thank busy you. definitely not resting on your yannies um, definitely all right, not <laughs> alright Laurel you have yourself a great day good one thank you hey Bye. Laurel this has been the big news in the small town give us your sign off good one right we have no see you there at the book fair we need plenty of people to buy the book John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Joining us on the phone, uh, colleague and friend, Chris Parker. How's it going? I'm good, thanks, boys. Thanks for the call. No worries. I'd, put you, I'd say you're a friend before a colleague. Oh, so, well, yes. oh wow. What an honour. <laughs> oh, you you've never invited me over. No. For cats or for beers or anything. I'm still waiting on that invite. Yeah. You're a frolig. <laughs> frolig. <laughs> frolig, Chris Parker. Uh, Chris, uh, you shared some uh, something in the office with us today, and I thought it was unusual that you've mm-hmm. named something of yours. No, no, my car. He's named his car. Well, that's what guys do, right? You get a car and then you name it, and I figured I should do that. Right? Or have I made that up? Well, listen, I, I just named my car a car. Like, I probably need to get a bit of name for it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I thought guys, like, you buy a car and then you, like, pop some champagne over it and then you give it a name. So I cracked <laughs> open the old Bernardino and named her Courtney. <laughs> Courtney. So where, where did the name Courtney come from? Well, she's a 2001 
uh, Toyota Corolla, I think. And I was like, well, what's the 2001 name? Especially for like a girl, because I figured I'd drive a female car. And so I've gone with Courtney, because um, I figured that's the kind of that's the kind of cool girl you'd meet in the year 2001. Yeah, Courtney definitely had uh, white pants. Oh. <laughs> yeah, white pants. And like, um, she had little like butterfly clips in her hair. Did, uh, did, did Courtney get a, a tattoo on her lower back? <laughs> well, actually, my car's got a tattoo on her lower back. I got these like diamantes that um, spelled out Courtney, and I stuck it onto that window. So that's so he's even got the name Courtney on the on the back window because I, I noticed this on your car. It's uh, it's very uh, bedazzling, bedazzling, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the kind of vibe I'm going to go for. I'm thinking now she needs some like yeah, some colour, some streaks, just to make her really pop. If I could give the car silver pants, I would definitely do that. Yeah, it's the most it's the most fabulous uh, Toyota Corolla has ever looked. <laughs> That's the kind of car I want to drive. You, but what you want, you want a fabulous-looking car, but you want a reliable car. That's the Toyota Corolla. That's what my dad said as well. <laughs> and you've just Don't got... be taking any risks, Chris. <laughs> and... Closing all the tabs and all the minis I was looking at. You're like, I'll be taking all the risks with the Diamantes <laughs> on the boat, thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> the most risk I'm going to take. Well, because you actually just got your licence uh, not too long ago, right, Chris? Yeah, well, I had my learners for a solid eight years uh, and then thought it's time to bump up and get the old restricted uh, because my sister, who's six years younger than me, got her restricted, so I booked my test the very next day and was like, has to pass. But that being said, I am breaking the law a lot and driving after 10 most of the time. But I feel like if a cop asked me about it, I'd be like, listen... I'm clearly too old to be driving on a restricted license. <laughs> I'm going to have that. I'm going to have that restricted license for 40. That's my goal. Good on you. We've all got to achieve things in life. Thank you, buddy. Hey, no worries. Thank you, boys. Thank, Thank you. For, thanks for the car chat. No, no worries. <laughs> car chat. This was this was the most masculine car chat I think anyone's ever heard. <laughs> Three dudes who know nothing about cars talking about cars. <laughs> That's right. Hey, good on you, Chris. Thank you. Cheers. Okay, so Chris has named his car, Courtney. What we want to do, we want to play a game, the name game. You tell us what the name is. We have to try and figure out what the object is that you have named. So okay. it could, you know, it could be your uh, your TV. You might have a name for your TV. Could be a name that you've got for your partner. Play, let's play the name game. You give us the name, we'll try and figure out what the object is that you've named it. What the object is you've named. Nikayla, good to have you on the name game. Hi. What's the name? Uh, Shaniqua. 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 I reckon it's your appendix. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Mm. Shaniqua, the appendix. Okay, that was my guess, Ben. Oh, okay, I reckon it's like an, a, a scooter. A scooter named Shaniqua. Oh, that's closer. What was it? It's my car. Oh. <laughs> What sort of car is Shaniqua? Uh, a little uh, blue Mazda Demio. Mm, sounds like she'd have a bit of attitude as well, Shaniqua. You'll want to mess with Shaniqua on oh, the road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's got some attitude. You'd let her in if she was indicating on the motorway. <laughs> Good on you, Nikayla. Oh, yeah. Hey, thank you for cool. playing the name game. Rachel with us. Give us the name, Rach. It's Ooga Booga. Ooh. That's, that sounds like something from Crash Bandicoot. It is from Crash Bandicoot. Yes, I love that you knew that. That the things you get where you get the the mask and you go through. Yeah, I know the one. Uh-huh. I spent a lot uh-huh. of my lot of my youth playing Crash Bandicoot. Um, <laughs> might explain why he was a virgin up until the age of twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking it as a mask of some description. Okay, okay, maybe. Okay, that's Ben's guess. I'm gonna say it's your bicycle. 
It's actually my toddler. He's a year and a half, and I literally do not call him by his name Israel. I just call him Ugabuga. Oh, that's going to torment him for life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how, how was I close with a mask? <laughs> I didn't know. You know what? You just live your best life. I love your best life. Thank you. I love your work, Rachel. You sound like a great person. You have a great day. I am. You too. Bye-bye. See ya. Good to have you on. Lisa, tell us the name. We'll try and figure out what the object is. Sally. That's a car. Ben? No. Oh, Sally. I'm always thinking of Sally with the buns, but that's, that's the only thing I can think of. A fridge. <laughs> No. A television. No. A couch. No. Your vagina. No. <laughs> what, 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 is the, what is it? Please answer, because I don't know if I can do this guessing game any longer with Jono. What is it's it? My, it's my dressing gown. Sally? Why Sally? Um, I don't know. It just keeps me warm and snuggly, so I don't know, Sally. Out of all the objects we've had come through, that's an odd one to give a name to. I know, I know. So yeah, I have my Sally, and that's my dressing gown. No, well, that's that's, I've never, I've never committed to a dressing gown. I I like the idea of them. I'm not a dressing gown person, you know. There's a lot. There's a, are you, you dressing? Say, no, you seem like you would be because no, you seem like a very like a relaxed. I don't care what I'm wearing, sort of person. No, so. no, 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 no. Yeah, on days like this, I'm definitely a dressing gown sort of person. But yeah, otherwise, it... this is my first dressing gown that I've ever owned. Oh, debut dressing gown. There you go. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, good on you, Lise. Thank you for playing the name game. Should we take one more? Joe, you give us the name. We'll try and figure out the object. Sir Henry. No. Sir Henry. Sir Henry. I think I know. I know what this is. Is this something like it arises? Arise, Sir Henry, sort of thing? It possibly could. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, that's probably let's move on from that one. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Of course, a lot of people talking about uh, Geordie Barrett, the All Black, who um, accidentally ended up in someone's house in Dunedin. They thought it was their friend's house. The door was open. He went in there at 5 a.m., him and his mate just eating the burgers in the lounge. The cops got called. It was a mistake. But one of the important things that we want to bring is something we're having quite a big debate about. We're filming with our director, Andy. Hello. Andy is adamant that at five in the morning, Geordie Barrett was eating the McDonald's breakfast menu. Ben and myself are in the camp that he was having burgers. Your reasoning, Andy? Well, if you're going to get burgers, 5am is breakfast time. So you're going to get breakfast. <laughs> Why? Well, 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 what burgers can you get from McDonald's at breakfast time? So you're saying, what, so you're saying so what time does McDonald's suddenly change into breakfast menu? It depends on McDonald's you go to. Oh, no, oh here we go. So he's, my understanding that McDonald's is running a magnificent 24-hour operation, whatever you want, any time of day. Look, I used to edit the your TV show, John and Ben. I used to edit it overnight. I'd finish up and go, you know what I feel like? A Big Mac. And I'd go to McDonald's and they had already started serving breakfast and it's the most disappointing thing. Because <laughs> then you've got to eat a shitty McMuffin. <laughs> so you're saying he went and got McMuffins and hotcakes and then hash took browns, mate. hash browns. Breakfast revolves around the hash browns. And then said, that's not it here. Let's walk to our friend's house. Let's eat this in the lounge. Yeah, and clearly he was well sober. <laughs> well, that's not what we're here to debate. We're here to debate whether he was having McDonald's for breakfast or burgers for late, late, late dinner. Uh, I'll put money on breakfast. So this is the debate. Because everyone in the news has just been saying, oh, he's, he must have been having cheeseburgers or Big Macs or nuggets, but no one 
Only Andy. Only Andy. Andy's out there speaking the, what could be the truth. Because <laughs> I'm a dick, guys. I'm a dick. <laughs> so 0800 The Edge, we want to settle this debate. Was he eating the McDonald's breakfast menu or having burgers? Sarah, you've phoned through already. What do you want to say? I want to say that John O and Ben are wrong. What? That um, Bowden Barrett was just um, having an early breakfast. Okay. And he made a mistake, and I think it's really out there that people would report him for going to someone's house when he just made a, a mistake. It just was, because he's famous doesn't mean that he, he can't make a mistake in life. That's right. Was That's this right. a mistake? Was this a well, mistake? no, this, the mistake is from our director thinking he was eating the McDonald's breakfast menu. We're saying it was burgers. Yeah, well, it probably was burgers, because the best thing to do when you've had a drink is have a burger and fries. Well, maybe he got up early, they went for a run, though, and then he had McDonald's for breakfast no, he, afterwards. No, he didn't go for a run. He just had, <laughs> had burger and fries, and he made a mistake and went into someone's house. But don't you think it's really out there that um, the police reported the fact that he was at someone's house? He's supposed to be one of the country's most loved um, all-black sports personalities, and all we want to do is bag him. And he just made a mistake. Like any yeah. human being yeah, makes you're right. And I think he was the first to admit that. And it's really like in the grand scheme of things. Oh, listen, yeah. on the list of all black scandals, <laughs> yeah, this is really at the lighter end. Yeah, yeah, we're just having a bit of fun with breakfast <laughs> or, or burgers. But it's a pleasure to have Geordie Barrett's <laughs> mum on the phone. <laughs> oh, well, I just think, well, think you're okay. being too hard on him. Oh, and I think that, that, that media <laughs> is being really, really hard. Okay, no, that's fine. I don't know what you thought you were just listening to, but we were just debating whether he was eating breakfast or, or burgers. That was all. Listen, Mark, I don't know if you've heard this show. We don't delve any deeper than that. <laughs> no, we don't. But yeah, thank you. I appreciate your call. Uh, Kendall, um, listen, I'm scared to go to the next caller. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we might get tired. Kendall, are you going to tell us sport. off? I think that Andy is wrong. He was just having a burger, and he probably would have been too drunk to specifically order off. Uh, uh, he wasn't drunk. No, Did no. you just hear them? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not stop throwing their no, own we're accusations. Not, we're not here to do that. We're here to debate burgers or, or breakfast. Okay, burgers. <laughs> there okay, burgers. Burgers. It was a sober burger. <laughs> oh, hey. Yeah, perfectly sober. I have had many burgers sober, and I will continue to have many burgers sober. And, I mean, listen, if, if going into someone's house and eating a Big Mac in their lounge is a crime, we nearly re- need to reassess our laws in this country, don't we? <laughs> okay. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Okay, so Chinese takeaways. Right. Love them. Yeah. Chow okay. mein. Lemon chicken. Yeah. Oh, so Fried rice. rice. Yeah, so yeah. many great dishes. Yeah. Like I'd say out of all the cuisines, probably my favourite. Right. Love a Chinese takeaway. Right. Okay. But here's my thing. Get the I get the Chinese takeaways and... The containers that you're looking very nervous right now. I don't know where you're this like, is are we going. about to delve into a racism scandal? <laughs> like if, you, if you want me to call News Talk ZB, <laughs> like maybe this is maybe maybe I don't know where you're going with this. Is it 180 1080 is News ZB? Yeah. Thank you, Dan. You can call that if you want to. What's your problem with the Chinese community? <laughs> no, that's not. I'm only joking. The containers. So you have the food, right. and I feel obliged. To keep all the the Chinese takeaway containers. Well, you can recycle. The Do other you know thing. how many of them I've got? I counted last night. No. I was like, this is getting out of control. My fascination with collecting Chinese takeaway containers. I have 97. 97 containers. 97? 97 in total. I feel like I shouldn't throw them out. I feel like I've well, got... Yeah, you need to get to 100. You're so close there. Mm. You need to get Chinese tonight just to get, you know, to get to 100. Uh, yeah, I feel like that I've, I'm always going to put something in them in the future. I'm like, I'll save that. 
because that'll be handy down the line. You've got I've it. done that 97 times. Yeah, and I'm, not once have I put anything in them. My mum's pantry's the same, as we talked about before. She loves she loves holding on to things, won't throw it out. The only thing she's thrown out is me. Uh, but, but like, that but, was a good decision. <laughs> but apart from, you know, like cake crumbs, we've talked about this. She uh, she saves the crumbs from, from like a cake if it's been in a container and labelled it cake crumbs and put it away. I have no idea what she's going to use it for, but she will save that. <laughs> like at what stage in Jenny's... Because I love Jenny, you know I love Jenny. Yeah, thank you. Don't say no more. Wonderful lady. Um, what stage through the day is Jenny like, oh, I might go me a bowl of cake. Like, cake I, could, I could eat a whole cake. But what I could eat oh, was I could just go to crumbs. crumbs of, of What is she, a mouse? <laughs> Discarded cakes. <laughs> You're like, what, what, why are you doing this? So, I suppose eventually if you collect enough crumbs, you'll have enough to sort of mould into a, cake. a brand oh, new very cake. Good. Like, I appreciate not wasting stuff. That's that's so good. Yeah. Like, if, if, if freezers full of like... Uh, oh, 800 each. What have you got over 97 of? Oh, yeah, because yeah. we talked about this um, recently. My sister um, has over like 90-odd pairs of socks. Not odd socks, actually. It's 90 pairs of socks. They're all matching pairs. But, yeah, that's her thing. That's her thing you collect. You get okay. a, pair of to- a pair of socks. Okay, can you beat 97 plastic containers from the Chinese takeaways? <laughs> or have you got something else slightly more interesting? I feel like I should throw them in the, do- in the ocean for a dolphin to eat no, or something. No, no, no. The dolphins love them. No, they don't. They love them. There's a whole lot. If you read the news, there's a whole them lot of stuff. Tr- them in plastic, ma- plastic bags. No, no, no. Recycling do- those things. One right? of the dolphins' top three favourite foods. <laughs> no, don't even say that. Why did you say that? They like the plastic bags to blow them up as balloons with the blowholes. <laughs> no. I've seen it. It's adorable. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Tish is with us on 0800 the edge. What do you got? I've got over a hundred egg cups. Egg cups? These are the things you, if you have like a boiled egg, you put it in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hate the things. Uh, well, I hate eggs, but um, everyone gives them to me every Christmas and birthday. Is it because you hate eggs that they give it to you? No, they. I just seem to have acquired the collection I've been collecting since I was probably five years old. See, this is the uh, this is the thing with egg, with egg cups. We've all got them, but you, how often do you use them? Never. I have them on display on a big bookshelf. And people, yeah, do, fun. do people come over? Or do you say to people, "Oh, you must come over and look at my egg <laughs> cup collection"? Not really, but it's always a good talking point. Oh, that's uh, that's a good Tinder profile. <laughs> I have a hundred egg cups. <laughs> well, it's an egg yeah, good, that, good bit of clickbait there. <laughs> the egg's a picture when you don't actually have a profile picture sometimes, right on the internet. So you've got one step further. Good on you, Tisha. Appreciate that. That's impressive, Kelly. You've got over ninety-seven. Onion skins. What? Onion skins? Yeah, so it's not me. It's my friend. But we were kind of a little bit upset that when uh, we were helping her move house, we found, like, bags and bags of onion skins. She saved the onion skins? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is it, the- was, it was at that time the, uh, the house moving, turned from a house moving into an intervention. <laughs> it kind of did, yep. Doesn't it, like, it surely wouldn't smell that great, would it? I didn't notice it. <laughs> That wasn't what we were focusing on, though. What was the reason? Um, she saves them for dyeing. So, like, boils them up in a pot and you get, like, a really yellow dye. Ah. And you <laughs> do what with that? Dye things yellow. Ah, all the time I'm like, damn, I wish this white T-shirt was really yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough, okay. What have you got over 97 of? We've had a text here for 3343 from a Jay-Z. No, I'm done. I'm not, what do you done. mean I'm done? I'm, I'm not done. Getting, I'm not even... No, I'm that done. was a legitimate text. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Time to open up the People's Court. Yeah, this is an interesting one. 
Claire, the plaintiff, who's come to the court first. Good to have you on, Claire. Thank you. You're bringing your partner of 12 months, Andrew, in front of the yes. People's Court. Mm-hmm. What's the issue? We understand it does involve an app on his phone. Yes. Well, I've been um, with Andy now for, yeah, um, about a year, and he we um, we met on Tinder. Um, you, you! <laughs> yeah. um, but um, he's, he's still got his Tinder. I've deleted mine, obviously, um, because I'm committed, and he's still got his. Is he and I won't delete it. Oh, is he using it, though? Yes, he's using it every well. Every now and then, he'll he does the odd swipe that he says it's just for fun. Um, but I don't know. It makes me feel weird. Like he doesn't even need to be doing that. Well, Ben, you do it for fun, don't you? No, I don't. Yes, this is a hobby. I don't have to you check my phone right now. I don't have that. I try and throw me under the buses. It seems unusual for someone who's in a relationship. Mm. To be um, looking through Tinder, so he's not—he's not going on dates or anything with him. No, no. no. no well, he, he says no, but um, yeah. So what's the point? I don't see the point in it. Oh. We've been together. We're committed. Yeah. He can tell us the point. The defendant, Andy, on the phone, keeping your options open, eh, baby? Oh, it's not quite like that, eh? It's um... no. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, I went under the edge. What do you think, of New Zealand? It's not quite like that. <laughs> no, well, it's just a bit of fun, you know. It's, it's just swiping. It's no harm. I'm not going getting laid or anything, you know. I get that at home from Claire. So hey, <laughs> there you go. Clear all of your details and all your dirty laundry's being here now, mate. Okay, so yeah, is it, for you, is it like um, playing a game on your phone, like Candy Crush or something? That is exactly it. I mean, yeah, it's just a bit of fun. Oh, listen, I suppose as humans, we're all swiping at some stage, aren't we? With our eyeballs. Nature's oh, Tinder. I <laughs> like swiping, no swiping. <laughs> swiping, no swiping. <laughs> so you, 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 hand on heart can say you've never followed through with any of these swipes? Um, yes, I haven't. <laughs> and that sounds like an authentic defence to me. Claire, Andrew, you hold there. The question is... After 12 months of dating, if you met on Tinder, are you obliged to delete the Tinder app from your phone? That is the question for you, New Zealand. Juror number one, what do you want to say? I don't get why he still has it if his girlfriend of 12 months has a problem with it. Why does he not delete it? Well, it's a hobby, isn't it? It's like gardening. (laughs) Yeah, but his girlfriend doesn't like it. Don't you need to change certain things, especially when it's about Tinder. Yeah, about relationships. I, I see your point there. You make a, well, That's what most people would think in the situation. Yeah, right? it's super yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, you, you have a very authoritative voice, so I'm going to listen to you. you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's what juror number one wants to say. Charlotte, welcome to the jury. Hi, how you going? Yeah, we're doing well. Thoughts and feelings, babe? Yeah, no, definitely. It's a must-do to delete that Tinder when you've made it official, especially if it's 12 months on. I think that speaks for itself. Mind you, we were uh, we're in Melbourne on a work trip, and our cameraman Paul uh, 
He was on Tinder. He wasn't in a relationship at the time, was he? Because <laughs> no, yeah. I feel like I could be really <laughs> dropping it. No, he, he was a single, was a single man, thank goodness. That could have gone badly. <laughs> Lucky you look at me. I was like, oh, what's this story? Uh, but, Paul, but we were on his Tinder, and we were just awful at it. <laughs> we were awful at every aspect of Tinder. Oh, no. So then, not for everyone. <laughs> well, especially not us two losers. Thank you very much. Uh, Larson. How you going? Are you for or against Tinder on your phone if you're in a relationship? I, th- I mean, for me personally, in my relationship, probably be against it. But every relationship's different, bro, and different sets of rules. And the, the main thing at the end of the day is it's uh, it's impact over intent. Doesn't matter if you didn't intend to do anything, it's the impact of how the other person feels. That's well Someone's said. been to relationship counselling. <laughs> you, you. Uh, mate, never. Well, you've, that's a very, very uh, wise thing you said. I like that. It applies to, like, many things in life, you know, because you see all over the shop things happening and people go, oh, I didn't mean for that to happen. Well, of course you didn't, but it's not about the intent. It's about the impact and, and how it makes people feel and all that, you know. Larson, wise words there. Yeah, wise words. Wise words. Oh, why good. don't you say more wise shit like that, Ben? <laughs> I wish I did. I remember that. Impact over intent. Adam, okay, jury number four, what do you reckon? No, he should give it up. And with that cheeky smile he had at the end, I reckon he's doing more than what he should be. Okay, well, there we go. And I I, nothing I like better than just throwing wild accusations <laughs> out on the radio. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate I think that. it's the first time pretty much... Um, Unanimous. I, yep, 100% of everyone says, get rid of the Tinder. There you go, people's court, done and dusted. And impact over intent. <laughs> Saying of the day, love it. John O'Ben and Sharon, The Edge.